0: The Dead Pair Podcast is fueled by Fioki. Paul. Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast. Coming
1: in hot with everything you want to hear about sporting clays. Guy Fietti. How are you,
2: gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Anthony Matteris Jr. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well.
1: Welcome back,
3: David Redulovic.
2: That's a net positive. In <laughs> Brad
3: Kid, Corey Cruz. Thank you for joining us. This evening. Now I feel awkward.
1: With your host... Jason Rambo... One more Red Bull for you. ...and Sean Alley. Woo, yeah!
3: let Christmas. Do it!
1: Often imitated,
0: but never duplicated. It's the Dead Pair Podcast. Dead Pair. And now, it's showtime. What's up,
3: Sean Alley? We're back! What's up, Mr. Large in the Charge? Sorry about that. Oh, no, it's
2: alright. Uh, you know, just... Doing the freezing the butt off in Ohio thing this time of year. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, a lot of the same. I'm about over this crap. Um, and we're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, we got a tourney talk to get to. Cool.
0: It's tourney talk. Brought to you by ScoreChaser.
2: All right, new up on Score Chaser for Tourney Talk. The Nevada State at Carson Valley Clays, August 9th through the 13th, is open now. Go ahead and get registered. That is all we got. Back to you, Jason. (laughs) That was fast and quick. Well, the last one, I think I read off like five or six tournaments, so this one was easy.
3: Well, uh, okay, yeah. I'll give you that, because the last one had like a whole
2: paragraph. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was reading forever. (laughs) So, do any practicing? Yeah, actually, uh, I did. I went out Sunday morning real quick for about 45 minutes, because that's all I could stand with the weather. So I went to Cardinal, went to the five stand, drove my truck to the five stand, <laughs> 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 and just pulled up, went out and whacked a few birds at like nine o'clock in the morning, went home. So...
3: Okay. That well, was, uh, hey, listen, it's something.
2: It's something. And I mean, I know that we're going to Jack Lynx and everything. And by the time you guys hear this, we might be there. But, uh, you know, it's you just you got to do what you got to do when the weather sucks. You just, you still got to go.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's... Like I said last time, someday is not a day of the week. Yeah. So, but, um, and you? Uh, okay. So, anyway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, no excuses. Um, haven't had a chance to, been really busy with work. I'm sure millions of people can relate to this, but, uh, no, I, I am going to get out this week and, um, try to get
2: at least a flat of shells burn seriously are you gonna do any winter tournaments you think this month or next month
3: well other than jack Lynx, um no i'm I, talking
2: up here in the cold
3: uh, yeah so the cardinal center's got one coming up uh i think it's february the 25th yeah it's
2: the end of the end of the month in february yeah. after we get back from jack Links. So i'll
3: be i'll be at that one for yeah, sure I'm, I'm planning
2: on going to that one as well
3: so but you know i mean listen it sucks being bundled up you know the gun doesn't fit right but hmm you get through it, and th- the important thing I think is to get out there and keep shooting. Yep, and keep giving it an effort. Hey, we've got so we had Dr. Grace from Odopo get a hold of us. Uh, she's got a really cool story that I'm anxious to hear.
2: Yeah, and she didn't give us many details on this story. That's the <laughs> bad thing. <laughs> no, but it's something that involves a new employee. Uh,
3: involves the Greater Houston, well, shooting club. Shooting club. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm anxious to hear this. I don't know about you, but, uh, let's get her on the phone.
2: Do it. The dead All right. Joining us on the phone is our favorite audiologist, Dr. Grace. Dr. Grace, how are you doing tonight?
1: i'm doing great i'm thrilled to be your favorite audiologist but how many audiologists do you know personally
2: oh (laughs) i was going to say dozens and make her feel good but apparently uh, you didn't want to do that
3: well no (laughs) hey listen it's just like my color you only need one good one okay all right i'll
1: I'll take it as a compliment i'll take what i can
3: yes it was meant as a compliment absolutely dr grace you know we love having you on the show but here we are uh we're just coming out of january Tell us how, let's, let's go backwards here for a minute. Can you tell us how 2022 treated OdoPro?
1: Well, with great thanks to you guys and the dead pair audience as a being a big part of it, 2022 blew my mind. Um, as we were ending the year and setting intentions and trying to have some sort of a projected outlook for 2023, it's really interesting to sit down and really go through your calendar of what the previous year held and what were the wins and the losses. What did you think was going to happen that maybe did or didn't happen and then things you didn't expect. And it truly was beyond my wildest dreams of 2022. I mean, the, um, the Dead Pair podcast and then, of course, the Meat Eater podcast was huge for us and opened the doors to a, a very large international audience. And then toward the fall, we added two more team members that we call client coordinators, but really they do a whole lot more than just coordinating for clients. You know, we added two more team members, Taryn Lloyd, who's an, another doctor of audiology who lives in Arkansas, and Clancy Boyer, who uh, I believe we'll be introducing here in a minute, who lives on the grounds at Greater Houston Sports Club. And adding those two professionals to our team, has aided in our ability to reach more people, to serve more people, to respond more quickly, and to provide this additional unique perspective and experience that can benefit clients when we're trying to decide what products are uniquely going to suit them the best.
3: Well, I'm so all that- in all,
1: 2022 was amazing.
3: It was great. <laughs> that's that's cool. I'm honored that we can even be included in the same sentence as Meat Eater Sean, huh? Yeah, definitely. definitely. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, I mean- it is. And they well, gotta-
1: consistently, when orders come in, they come across my desk. I get every order confirmation that comes to the website, and consistently, when it's how did you hear about us, it's Dead Pair or it's Meat Eater. So that's, that should
0: make
3: you feel bad. That's, that's, I don't even know what to say. That's cool. <laughs> I'm that's speechless, <laughs> Sean. You you ask for the next question. I just <laughs> I can't even take it.
2: All right. So obviously, it sounds like 2022. It pretty much exceeded most of your goals or ambitions. Is is that correct? in stating stating that.
1: <laughs> well, it it did, and honestly, it, it to the point that it's like, why do I even try to make plans? Because. You know, the in my opinion, God has better plans, bigger plans than what I'm ever going to be able to come up with on my own. And, you know, you have to trust that for better or for worse. And I'm very thankful that last year it was definitely for the better. And so in 2023, you know, my goals and intentions remain the same. And that is to be the best steward of this amazing gift I've been given for this idea of Odo Pro in 2018 that just took on this organic life of its own and so as idyllic as it may sound i'm just trying to keep my eyes open for every opportunity and allow Odo Pro to develop into whatever potential it's meant for well
3: you you know dr grayson and this is rhetorical for especially for somebody like you hearing protection is vital in all of our daily life right But speaking specifically of shooting sports and hunting and, you know, we we talked about Meat Eater and this is Sporting Clay podcast. Would you, and I'm just, maybe you don't know this number specifically, but would you say that Sporting Clays is becoming your biggest market or one of your biggest
1: markets? I can confidently say that Sporting Clays is our most consistent market. Sporting Clays is a year round endeavor. There's no real break in sporting clays from so, what I see. So it's not seasonal Whereas, like hunting. Right. Hunting is much more seasonal. We kind of brace ourselves going into the fall that we're going into hunting season. Right. But that doesn't mean that we back off of the sporting clays. So, you know, you may have more shoots in the spring, summer. I don't know. We we, we see traffic from sporting clays year round.
2: Okay. Good deal. Good it's deal. consistent. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and Jason and I both are speaking from the heart here. We're, we're very excited and humbled again that you chose to support us for another year. Um, I assume you got a lot of our listeners coming to you in 22. Um, I, I mean, are you keeping track? Like you just said, you know, you get an order and it's either from the dead pair or the meat eater podcast for the most part. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing that you got enough to where it was kind of a no brainer to go ahead and, and re with us again this year.
1: Yeah, it was a no-brainer. You you guys have the Sporting Clays audience in the palm of your hand, from what we can tell. And um, w- not only have we received a lot of referrals, but they've been good referrals. And we really enjoy our Sporting Clays clients. So for what, what that's worth, you know, it's not just the quantity, but it's the quality of referrals that we get from you guys. It's great. Deal. And I we're happy am, to support you as well. I,
3: I am just speechless um I'm gonna try and gather myself here um okay so fast forward now we're back here in 2023 what are some new directions or new goals for Odo Pro for this year can you share those with us?
1: Well I don't know that I have the the really juicy tidbit sneak peeks that you're probably looking for <laughs> um, we have, we have we to ask you want... know that <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We haven't rebranded ourselves in any way so it does look largely the same but our website, has taken on a new platform so that it's more integrated. And you can now shop by category, which is, it might seem like a small thing, but if you've ever done a website, it's felt like a very big project. So, you know, we're still tweaking it, but we think that the website's becoming a lot more user-friendly and with some extra tools. We're hoping to add more education and you know, for people who are interested in hearing related topics, to be able to provide more of a resource for hearing healthcare on our different platforms and our website. So you know, those are two things we're really looking toward. Um, as far as products go, we're constantly looking. We are constantly talking uh, to other manufacturers. And of this moment, at approximately 5:20 p.m. Central on <laughs> January, whatever this is, um, you know, we have our favorites that we recommend as being the best in the business right now. But that can change at any moment. And that's one of the most beautiful things about Odo Pro is that um, while I do dream of someday having our own technology, that's just my dream product to offer to people because it's just not one size fits all. Not everybody needs the same technologies. Um, You know, right now we continue to just offer the best of what's available on the market across a wide variety of price points and technology options so that we can find the best fit without trying to put everybody into fewer boxes.
2: Gotcha. Um, Now recently, and this may come as some bad news to some people, you kind of mentioned to us, we were talking to you and Jennifer both about there's going to be a price increase on the Phantoms moving forward. And obviously everybody's getting hit hard with inflation from everything from eggs to gas and whatever else we buy on a day-to-day basis. Is is it just a point where the economy is starting to catch up with you, materials getting more expensive, so on and so forth? Or is there anything else uh, that would have so. changed?
1: I And, and between, between us and I guess now between everyone who us and everyone who listens to your podcast, I was personally in denial about SoundGear raising their prices. And I said, you know what, guys? I told my team, I'm like, I know they're scheduling this price increase. It was January the 9th of 2023. And I said, let's just make sure it happens. Like, I don't want to reflect that on our site. I want to hold firm to our prices. And we've held firm just as long as we can. And now that we see that these prices are what they are, they're not changing. We don't have control over them. So we decided to announce on our social platforms that we're going to have to reflect Soundgear's pricing, but we're going to give our audience time to and and fair warning before that happens instead of just waking up one morning after you've been price shopping and all of a sudden they're more expensive.
2: Yeah, that's reasonable. That's reasonable.
1: Yeah.
3: So Dr. Grace, you told us a little bit about Clancy uh in an email and we got to brief we briefly speak here uh before we started the podcast. Can you tell us about this? This is this is interesting. Um you got me on the edge of my seat here. <laughs>
1: Well, um, you know, truly one of my highlights of 2022 was bringing on board two more team members. So you guys have gotten to know Jennifer Stewart, who is integral to Odo Pro's daily operations. Phenomenal. That's
3: that's her new name, (laughs) Jennifer Phenomenal.
1: and, And then once again, even with Jennifer working just as hard as she could, we grew to max capacity again and put out feelers for people to send in applications to come and work with us um, to be client coordinators, help answer phone calls, help people with product inquiries and questions, handle all the back end work that nobody sees that where we have to make sure that everyone gets exactly what they ordered. And then because it's not transactional, you got to follow up with everybody and make sure that they are happy and everything's working well. Yeah. So anyway, we started interviewing people. And, uh, when I got Clancy's, application and her email interested in the position you know i'm reading about her background and i was i was fascinated and i immediately just wanted to get to know her she's very engaging even on paper and then you know i, I see that she's married to this professional shooter mike boyer and lives on the grounds at greater houston sports club and i'm thinking okay this this could be a really great addition for life experience alone. Yeah. What a great Um, fit. Right. I mean, I grew up in the hunting world, but as you know, I didn't know anything about sporting plays until Odo pro. So then I, I, we call her, we do an interview. Cause I'm like, okay, she's great on paper. She's, you know, whatever, but let's make sure she's smart and she can talk to people. And she's actually really, (laughs) you know, somebody that we would want to have on the team. And she was just so very impressive. Um, extremely smart, a quick study and really eager to help people and do good and put good into the world. And that's every, it was just right on point. So she started September 1st and, you know, by the end of the year, it was like, okay, she had, you know, business cards with her name on them and her own email address. And it was like, this is, this is going to be a long-term thing.
3: Good. That's
1: awesome.
2: So basically, um, you guys have a direct relationship now with with Greater Houston, is that correct?
1: Well, we have a direct tie-in with Clancy. Odo okay. Pro and Greater Houston don't yet have, maybe in the future we'll have some kind of a formal partnership, but for now, it's wonderful that at such a busy club where we do have so many clients and so many potential clients, we have Clancy there as boots on the ground uh, to represent Odo Pro and be able to help people with anything they might need.
2: Excellent. Excellent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So-
3: so you have asked Clancy to join us, and I I'm, I'm dying to hear from her. Clancy, you on the <laughs> phone there with us?
0: Yes, I am. Hi.
3: Hell, hey, welcome to the show. Um, I I'm you've got to be <laughs> I'm gonna guess somewhat intimidated getting on board with Oda Pro. I mean, after hearing how much we praise them um on the show and and how great they are, it had to be exciting, but Maybe a little bit of intimidation joining the joining the band over there,
0: you know, I have to say i i I think my interview with Grace and Jennifer going into it, I was a little intimidated. But then the second I was on that video call with them, I felt so comfortable, you know, just from a personal side, like we're all moms, and when you could just sit there being interviewed by two mothers who are entrepreneurial, and confident businesswomen, it, it feels more comfortable, I think, as, as a mother myself, and and feeling that just uh, camaraderie, yeah. honestly. Yeah. gotcha.
3: that makes sense.
2: Well, we all know
0: that... Clancy the- also has this fantastic confidence about her. It's a quiet
1: confidence. I, Clancy, I don't see you being intimidated by much.
2: <laughs> well, the whole reason we're doing this is apparently there is uh, some story. And and again, Jason and I are, are biting our nails, sitting on the edge of our seat, and we can't wait to hear it. So whenever you guys are ready, lay it, lay it on us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we also need to introduce Mike Boyer to the Oh, call. yeah. Don't let and me. i Give I'm him sorry. a little bit of background because he's got to weigh in on this story as well. And we are very fortunate to have him with us. And I feel fortunate to kind of have him by proxy <laughs> on the Odo Pro team to kind of weigh in with this professional voice in the sporting place world
3: so let's start with this mike tell us your official position at greater houston
4: all right so uh i'm the operations director i kind of manage really the operations of the club um you know between target setting and the most of the outside staff and really everything you see when you get to the club um so, i mean there's not much that i don't have my finger in out here gotcha we're, we're it comes to be quite a lot. Me and Clancy actually live here um, on site, and we're here twenty four seven. It's pretty
2: much my life at this point. Gotcha. Well, Mike, can you give us a little bit of a brief background? Um, I, I know you're a shooter. Obviously, you know what's going on with sporting clays. Can you give us a little bit of background of your shooting experience, what you've done, what you've competed in, or if you have a favorite, you know, discipline or you know, whatever?
4: Yeah. So I've shot. I mean, I've shot my whole life, but I've shot sporting clays about the last twelve years or so. Uh, I shot on the PSEA tour. I qualified for that. Most of the years, um, about the last four years, I haven't really shot. We had kids. I started this job and just, you know, priorities got in the way. Sure. Um, but kind of leading in uh, to the story I've got, uh, the last year or so, I've tried to kind of get back into shooting because I've had a little bit more time, uh, you know, as our kids got a little older. But I started getting all this facial pain on the left side of my face, which is kind of weird. Now, I know I had like some bone spurs in my neck and I've been kind of seeing different surgeons about that. Going back and forth, just seeing you know what the issue is and getting MRIs and all that, and um, lots of different answers. I got some injections and all this stuff, but I just kept getting this pain on the left side of my face, kind of behind my ear, into my eye and my cheek and my jaw. And somewhere in the middle of that, I'd seen Grace uh, to get a fitting when she was here at the club, and she, I'm a little embarrassed to say, she couldn't even fit my ears or, or from uh, from my phantoms because. She said there was too much wax in my ears and I had to go get them cleaned out. So I had that information, but I was really busy. So I was kind of dragging my feet to even do that. But then in the middle there, they diagnosed me with trigeminal neuralgia, which for those of you who don't know, it's uh, a vessel of some sort of blood vessel in your in your skull that goes around a nerve that connects to all those same areas where I'm having the pain. And I was seeing a really top end surgeon about that. And Um, you know, the MRI confirmed it, all my diagnosis was all perfect. They were all ready to do a surgery, which, I mean, it's a pretty invasive one. It's, uh, you know, they, it's not, it's not an easy thing, but, you know, I just had this thing in the back of my head, which was, man, you know, Grace said that you have this, this wax buildup in your ear and, you know, maybe, maybe that's got something to do with it. So I went and sought out an ENT and saw them and I laid in the chair and he cleaned all the wax out of my ear a couple months ago. And, uh, I haven't felt anything since at all. You know, the 100%. I'm, I'm a few months removed from that. Haven't gotten any surgery. And I've been shooting and been doing all the things that normally would trigger the pain. And I felt nothing. Really? And yeah. So first off, I'm really glad that I, uh, you know, had that. I'm glad Grace kind of put that thought in my head. But man, now I've avoided. And i'm back into it now i guess the reason for it and my ent said this and a lot of other people did was well for 10 or 12 years i've been getting earplugs made by just people at different shoots you know different different guys who would do earplugs i say oh man they're doing custom earplugs i need a new set cool i do that i've had you know a dozen or more of them now none of these people are doctors or audiologists and yet without thinking about it i've let them just put these molds in my ear, this thing to put in my body, which was shoving that wax deeper and deeper behind my eardrum and creating a problem that man I almost got I mean the the surgery for that is they drill a big old hole behind your ear and your skull, and it's you know it's a whole thing,
3: yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. So and, literally,
1: and, and, I thank you so much for sharing that. And just to um alleviate any embarrassment that you mentioned people have unknowingly have earwax build up in their ears all the time, especially adults who have not had their ears properly looked at in decades. So you're certainly not alone in that category. It has nothing to do with your own personal hygiene.
3: So, but I want to, <laughs> I want to back up here a second. The, the root cause of this problem that, that Mike was having was because improperly fitted earplugs was actually forcing the wax deeper into his ear is am i saying that correctly
1: when i when i looked into his left ear particularly with my otoscope there was a wall of wax he essentially had a very well fit earplug in that ear that was completely organic material and um I put some drops in there to try to loosen it up. Um, I take a lot of earwax out using a, a curette on site. Typically, uh, you know, I, I can do that no problem. But with Mike, it was so, it was packed in there. Um, and it was, it, it, there's no other explanation other than getting repeated ear mold impressions or potentially, I mean, Mike, I don't remember you being like a Q-tip aficionado um but even a q-tip user would not be pushing that much wax around the bend of the ear canal to pack it down against the eardrum like that um you know something I've, i was appalled at when i first started going out to sporting clay shoots were the people i would come across who were making ear mold impressions without ever even looking into the ear um and I take out so much earwax to that point. I clean out ears all the time. And in order to get a really well-fit custom product, you need a very deep ear mold impression. Right. Sound gear won't even make the phantoms for people unless they go up to, or preferably past the second bend of the ear canal. And that's got to be deep. So to be, Pushing material deep into the ear canal like that without having someone who knows what they're doing look in there first is very potentially dangerous uh, for a number of reasons, but one of which is this trigem- trigeminal neuralgia pain. We get all of these symptoms, and it's because of the additional pressure in the ear canal that's causing that, the root cause. And so, um, you know, even primary care physicians often you know, when you're there for a checkup, they may or may not really look in your ears. So just a PSA, I, I wanted to get Mike on this platform as such um, a illustration of the potential impact of allowing people who are not credentialed, certified hearing care practitioners to make ear mold impressions. It se- well, it's not rocket science, but it needs to be done properly.
2: Here, here here's a dumb question and again it's just because my brain's going off on different tangents with the earwax buildup that you had mike did you notice any significant like hearing loss or anything and did you notice it coming back after you got the, the wax cleared out you know
4: i didn't maybe notice it before but when i got it cleared out definitely i mean i was sitting in the in the um, doctor's office right there like n- looking up noticing the fan and the the sound from like the air vents because mm-hmm. it sounded like something was broken. And then I look up and it's just the air vent. I'm like, oh man, that's weird. I, maybe I haven't heard that sound in a while.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just curious. I mean, Dr. Grace, is that a common symptom of having too much buildup in your earwax and your ears is that you get some sound loss because of that?
1: Oh, yeah,
4: I think it builds up very gradually. So it's some maybe something that you don't notice setting in. But then when it's gone, you definitely notice the offset.
2: I gotcha. I gotcha. That's, that's, yeah. great. that's amazing.
1: Clancy, did you notice a difference in what he was able to hear? Um, so I,
2: it's selective hearing, right? I was going to say, like, <laughs> like, like most male husbands, I, we uh, we have a selective hearing switch in there with our wives, so <laughs> right. That,
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. no, uh, I did notice that the volume of his speech changed. Like, really, I, I, I am somebody who is easily overstimulated by like very loud noises, a lot of noises going on at once. I have a lot going on in my mind, so I don't like people to speak really loud at me. I feel like they're yelling at me. And Mike, sometimes when we're having conversations across the table with friends, as we do on steak night out here at the club often, I would hear him and it was just yelling across the table. And since then, since he's had his ear cleaned out and probably because of the... You know, it's that effect where you're not hearing much, so you're yelling when you're wearing solid earplugs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Same thing, I think, was happening with that wax buildup. Gotcha. And now his his speech volume is a lot lower.
2: That, that's very <laughs> cool. And I wouldn't even ever thought about that.
3: Well, you know, the first thing that my wife would pick up on would be the TV volume. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I mean, I think one night I sat there with my Odo Pros in and... She's like, I don't, can you hear the TV? And I'm like, yeah, I hear it. Great. Why? And then she looked, she saw it. Cause I have my odor pros are colored, right? One's red, one's blue. She saw and She goes, ah, why don't you just leave those in? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we were able to to have a conversation with the TV on and still hear the TV without it being on, you know, 10.
2: Yeah. Well, I so. mean, what, what kind of blows my mind is I guess most people probably don't think about, I mean, and again, I'm, I'm a terrible guy cause I use Q-tips to clean my ears out from time to time. Um, But I guess, Dr. Grace, if you wanted to be honest with yourself, how often should people be going to get their ears cleaned out? I mean, and obviously, you want to go to an ENT, not an audiologist for that. Is that correct?
1: Well, some audiologists have more equipment than others uh, in their clinics to to clean ears. But honestly, most people should be able to just rinse their ears with warm water when they're showering or bathing. Mm -hmm. And the ears are like a self-cleaning mechanism. Um, we have earwax to protect ourselves from foreign bodies that might enter the ear, and earwax is designed so that it naturally migrates outward over time. Um, so you should not have to clean your ears. Now, there there is a number of people in the population who do have to get their ears cleaned out regularly, some more than others, some we just call producers. They're just big producers. And uh, when I was in the ENT clinic practicing audiology at the medical center here in Mississippi, we had some people who had standing appointments once a year. We had others who came in once every six months. But the size and shape of your ear canals, along with the oils in your skin and the skin cells and the texture of your skin and your ear, all of that combines together uh, to create your unique earwax (laughs) profile, I suppose. So some people are just going to be more prone to build up. Some people have really narrow or a sharp turn in their ear canals where that wax is just going to get trapped more easily. And so those people may have to go periodically and get a good ear cleaning at an ENT or an audiologist office.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Mike, so let me ask you this question now. I mean, again, we're going to circle back to the whole problem. You thought you were going to probably have to have a surgery. Because of the pain you were experiencing at this point now, are you clear from that? Or is that something you're still working on? Or did this solve your problem once you got your ears cleaned out?
4: Well, so the trigeminal neuralgia truly is more of a big bam, like blasts, like an electric blast of pain that happens periodically. For some people, it's constant. For some people, it's, you know, once a year, every few months. So I didn't quite have that. And I'll get that maybe once a month, which is probably what MRI, um, but then I had this dull ache all the time that maybe got worse when I was shooting. Mm-hmm. So the dull ache is completely gone. The twenty four seven is completely gone. Maybe every month or two, for like a couple seconds, I'll have this big blast of pain. But truthfully, if that's where it stays, I can live with that for a long time before I let somebody, uh, you know, operate on my on my head.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, that's scary.
4: Which, that's with too. He said, man, if that's all you got, you're fine. Like, you can live with that. You're, you're, that's no big deal. Interesting. And, uh, but before it was, I mean, I couldn't shoot. I went from being able to shoot, you know, a couple thousand targets a week to, you know, maybe 30 or 40 in a day. And I, and then this pain would set in and I'm like, man, I, that's it. I guess I'm done for the day. Wow. Which is pretty disheartening, you know, because I'm trying to get back and start shooting like I used to. Um, and to physically not be able to is, uh, you know, it's it's kind of depressing you know so i'm I'm glad i i'm glad i was able to clear that up and do it wasn't too invasive
2: yeah that's that's amazing man and good for you i'm glad it was something that easy to to get taken care of and get you fixed up for the most part. yeah
3: and thank you for sharing that story with us too i mean i could see where some people wouldn't want to but it's it's important and i'm glad you did thank you very much for that
4: well i'm probably not the only shooter out there that that feels like that you know
2: yeah exactly yeah yeah that's pretty amazing um he's
0: definitely not the only shooter out there who's getting, um, material jammed into his ear on the side of the skeet line for a decade or more. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a significant
1: aspect there.
4: Yeah,
1: that's true. And, you know, there are reputable hearing clinics all over this country and beyond. Um, and you know, we take a lot of time when we're sourcing clinics to refer our clients, so to make sure that these are practices that we would send our own relatives or close friends. And so we keep track. And if someone has a bad experience at a clinic, we don't refer there again. So, you know, with OdoPro, that's a really important piece to us. There are some other custom product companies that say, just send us your mold impressions and they don't care where they came from. With OdoPro, we want to make sure that you get those done at a reputable place that we can feel good about sending you to. Um, but even if it's not through OdoPro, Pro, I just want people to be careful about what's going into their ears and who's putting it there. Um, there's plenty of people who know what they're doing that can get this done for you. We're happy to help with that. But um, just to keep in mind that not just anybody should be putting stuff deep in your ears like that.
2: Right. Well, and that brings up another point. So here's another dumb question because I've seen this before. I know there are products out there where people can buy to clean their own ears supposedly. One of them being those ear candle things that you jam in your ear and you light it on fire. Have you seen those, Dr. Grace? What? Yeah.
1: Yes. I, are you serious? No, I'm yes. dead
2: serious. I've seen those before and I'm like, there's no way I'm putting that in my ear and lighting no, it. No, on the on
1: ear candling thing um goodness, there was a while back those really were very very popular and I saw a number of people at the medical center that had an external otitis set in, or basically the skin of their ear canals were so stripped of all, it got a ton of earwax out for sure. And it might feel really gratifying, but it's stripping your ear canals of all the natural oils. And it leaves kind of this almost abraded skin wide open to potential bacteria and infection. Mm. So Strip your, just like you're supposed to have some snot in your nose, you're supposed to have some earwax in your ears. Okay. And it, it's a purpose. You know, you can imagine the problems that might come if, if you had an absolute dry nasal cavity. Well... With your ears, we also don't want a completely stripped ear canal because that's going to cause other problems.
2: Well, and another one of those things I've seen, as crazy as it sounds, I saw this little rubber thing that looked kind of like a, a rubber drill bit. And apparently you twist this into your ear and it's supposed to pull out the wax. Oh, good. I God. mean, I mean, I'm just saying there's probably people out there using stuff like this, is what I'm guessing. And it's yeah. pr- probably <laughs> not the best thing for you, right, Dr. Grace?
1: No, it's not. I just wouldn't trust it. Gotcha. I mean for all the reasons we've just discussed and like I say there's plenty of people that can do it professionally the, the most you should do at home is you know most people like I say rinse while you're showering and then if you're somebody who knows you need a little extra attention the over the counter kits that have a an earwax softening drop with one of the syringe bulbs pull out with an air vacuum that's safe to use at home as well but anything that you're having to put in your ear that could potentially be pushing any bit of it farther down is just going to create more problems.
2: Gotcha. Well, the reason I brought that up is so people listening to this, again, who knows, some people might be out there using those ear candles or using those little rubber screw things that go into your ear to pull earwax out. Stop doing that.
3: (laughs) I told you. Stop doing that. I told you that the DeWalt with a drill bit is a bad idea, Sean.
2: Yeah, but it gets him squeaky clean. <laughs> it gets <them> squeaky clean. <laughs> oh, gee, many Christmas. No, nah, we make light of that, but it's 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 yeah, honestly it's probably good information to get out there and make sure people understand that that stuff is not what you should be doing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, I I'm just I'm very grateful for Mike to be so open about his story because it is such a great cautionary tale that thankfully has a happy ending. And I wanted everyone in the dead pair audience to know and meet Clancy Boyer virtually, because as someone who understands and truly lives the lifestyle every single day on a sporting clay range, um, it's, she's just a f- fabulous, fabulous, uh, addition to our team here at OtoPro.
3: That is so awesome. Yes. Clancy, welcome to the OtoPro team. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And Mike, thank, thank you. you very much for sharing uh, your story with us, because oh, yeah. that that was just awesome. And I think that's that's going to reach a lot of people. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do it, guys. Happy to be here for that.
3: You know, Mike, it's unfortunate that you had to go through that. But if, if we can help one person by telling your story like that, you know, then it was, it was 100% worth you coming on here. And we really appreciate it. Sincerely, we do.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. And like Grace said, at, at the end of the day, you know, fortunately, there's a happy ending to it. I could have got that darn surgery and then my face still would have hurt.
2: Yeah. I mean, you would have hoped that somebody would recognize that over the time of going to different doctors and looking at the problems you were having. And and apparently just didn't ring a bell with anybody that it could just be an earwax buildup problem.
4: That's just, that's amazing. No, I mean, it's well, and the thing is when you see these specialists, these surgeons, they, I mean, these are the guys that saw, I saw were they're brilliant. They're very, very good at what they do, but they do one very specific thing, you know, and things that are outside of that box, might not be you know in their wheelhouse yeah right. kind of kind
2: of tunnel vision basically right gotcha well are we leaving hey, anything help? out dr grace
1: mike is there tell us what's going on at greater houston
2: yeah so we're getting out of
4: uh kind of coming out of the slow slow season now which I, i've been here about four years and when i got here the slow season of the winter was like two months and now it's just like about two weeks <laughs> um so we did our first buckle race of the year which is kind of our used to be small tournament series uh we kicked that off a couple of weeks ago and it grew by about 35 percent. we had 350 shooters just for a little two-day shoot nice um, our biggest before that was 220 and then there's skeet on top of that so that that number is sporting alone um, which is pretty awesome so we have our next one next week and then after that we have the rodeo the, the houston livestock rodeo shoot which is going to have i think around 650 kids and um
3: that now that's that, the one that Corey's involved with, right Corey Cruz
4: I'm not really sure he's he very well may be Cory's involved with with a few of them out here. A lot of people like to get Cory out um different organizations and teams. He's local to us, so he's here plenty of the time but the, the rodeo one you all I really see is the rodeo staffer and that and then the kids i'm I'm usually i mean we're we're usually pretty hard at it with that many people here.
3: I can and, imagine.
4: You know, those, those kids suits too, it's, you have 600 kids and they all have about plus five with them during those. And so it's ends up being a few thousand people here on the property. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> after, after that, we're kind of off to the races. Our event season's looking crazy. I mean, every year it gets more and more. Um, but for us with our, our corporate schedule is, I mean, we, we threw, I think 44 full containers of targets last year and we'll probably do 10 or 15% more than that this year.
3: Wow. That's cool. impressive. Now you guys are on score chaser for all your tournaments, correct?
4: We are still on win score. I think we, we might be the lone club that's still on there, but we're holding out. Well, we, we've got a pretty good relationship with Ram, the guy who owns and runs that. And, and at this point we've been talking to him about some cool improvements and we're, we're holding out uh, for that. But okay. yeah, it seems like score chaser seems to have a pretty good program though. Everybody loves it. I know Casey pretty well. And uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, you can't argue with it. It's definitely a, a good platform.
3: Yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure. So if somebody wanted to check out one of your events or something, you say you are on Winscore then.
4: No, our, our, yeah, our registered events, our buckle races, and then we're doing, uh, we have the North American CTAS Grand Prix with the Browning Briley and then our Diamond Classic this October. Uh, those are all on Winscore. And then okay, most of things end up on IClays, which is like, like the corporate events and things.
2: Sure. Gotcha. Well, again, Dr. Grace, are we leaving anything out? Have we missed anything?
0: I don't think so. I think so. you think so tell us clancy i i think that it's really important to note that Mm. a lot of young younger guys guys in their 30s or even 20s that are in the hunting and shooting community typically reserve that thought for getting their ears looked at or audiologists for later in in their life like maybe 50s 60s 70s that's like something that guys do in those decades. But there is a very significant and important piece of this group of high-risk people in the hunting and shooting community being exposed to these loud noises that they need to be getting into an audiologist, a professional, sooner in their 20s and 30s when they're being exposed to these things. And especially if they're looking at custom hearing protection. It's not for something... For for men or women in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, it's for your whole life. Yeah,
4: you know, I mean, by sheer volume today, the number of shots that you know kids and teenagers and young adults are taking is, is a lot more. You know, these youth events are growing like crazy, and this volume alone, it's definitely growing a lot. And you know, we all know hearing damage is cumulative, so it it adds up pretty fast.
3: Yeah, I wish. I, I mean. To to Clancy's credit, I wish I would have taken it a lot more serious at a lot younger age. because uh, I have permanent hearing damage now that's, you know, irreversible. So yeah, right. no, I, I definitely agree one hundred percent with what she's saying.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself, Mike and Clancy both. Um I'm I'm sitting here smiling like this proud mom, you know. <laughs> yeah, that is that's absolutely on point that this is lifelong and that's part of our mission at Odo Pro is to get ahead of the problem and to get people through the doors of quality local hearing clinics to get that baseline hearing test so they know what to compare back to if they have some event where they're afraid their hearing's been affected um, and then just to, to be that resource for hearing health care which as we know is is brain health hearing health is brain health is overall health so it's it's important long before you notice the problem day to day with your hearing. So I couldn't have said that better.
3: So I can blame oh. all my brain problem problems on my ears. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean to point, make light of it. At some point down the road. Yes. It may be a, a strong contributing factor for your cognitive health. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly the kind of research I was involved in out of Johns Hopkins university. When I, started Auto Pro. It was so compelling. Um, and thankfully, I feel like some of these products, ex- especially the Phantoms, are getting some cool factor from some of the higher profile music artists and some of our more well-known clients. You know, I, I love when we see pictures posted of them hunting or shooting, wearing their hearing protection, um, trying to make it more of just one more essential piece of gear in your bag.
3: Well, everyone, yeah. thank you very much, Dr. Grace. Uh, Clancy and Mike, thank you tremendously. Look forward to seeing you guys down there at Greater Houston. Feel free to get a hold of us. You got a big event coming up, uh, you know, that you want to push. Let us know. We'll, we'll make sure and get it out there to everybody. Um, in the meantime, Clancy, thank you for spending time with us and welcome to the Pro team. Uh, Exciting to have you on board. Sounds like Dr. Grace kind of gave you your bonus for the year by helping Mike out. So that's out the window, but
2: (laughs) yeah. uh. And and Mike, thank you for sharing that story. I think that was very important. I think that's going to do a lot of people good. Hopefully uh, a few people will uh, take that to heart and get something checked out with them.
4: Yeah. Happy to do it guys. Thanks for
0: having us. Thanks for having us.
2: All right. Well, we wish you all the very best for 2023. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. And uh, we'll catch up with you here next time. You as well. All right. See ya.
0: Bye bye.
3: The dead You know, Sean, I
2: just wasn't expecting that. No, me neither, and and what a shock. <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude, who would have thought that earwax would cause that kind of a problem? But, you know, it, I mean, I could see so many shooters suffering from this. Well, and let's face it, I mean, how much attention do you really give your ears? I mean, it's it's bad enough that most people don't go to the dentist, most people don't get their eyes checked. Right. But when you're a shooter, and you're trying to keep your ears protected from all those loud noises that we have to expose ourselves to every time we go out and shoot... I mean, it's a big deal. Well, you know, and we've talked about this on previous episodes with, with Odo Pro and Dr.
3: Grace, um, you know, I, I abused my years mm-hmm. as, as a youngster and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, here I am 50 years old and, and paying the price, paying the price for sure. Yeah, um, that sucks. And, but you know, that's just another aspect of what can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Mike went through, um, and and good on him and his wife and getting with Dr.
2: Grace and Odo Pro. I mean, how awesome! What a great story. Well, and that's, that goes to show you. I mean, Dr. Grace, yes, she's a business, and her business is selling ear protection, but she really cares. And yeah. being an audiologist, it's like it's like her thing. Yeah, you know that's what her that's what her life's purpose is. It seems like is to help people out with their ears. And and what a what a great lady. So absolutely,
3: absolutely. So this was cool. Uh, we got to catch up with. Uh, our sponsor, Odo Pro Technologies. Yep. Um, and
2: hopefully you all gain some some knowledge from this. I mean, we talked about what not to do with yours, jamming q-tips in there or the burning earwax removals. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff out there that, that I see on videos and stuff on Facebook or online of people jamming stuff in their ears to clean their ears out. And it's like, guys, no, that's yeah, yeah bad. no, all exactly. Bad. So But
3: hey, listen, that was something great from Odo Pro, but we still have Absolutely wonderful sponsors, Sean Ellie, Fiocchi, Bear Pelt, Atlas Traps, Negrini, RE Ranger, Rhino Chokes, Don Grant, Willie Shooting, White Flyer, Score Chaser, and of course, Protect. Yeah, and we
2: thank all those guys because they're the ones that are keeping us bringing this podcast to you week after week. Uh, hats off to all of them, and uh, with their help, we'll keep bringing more to you guys. Sean Ellie, what do we tell everybody every week? How important is it that we tell everybody this every week? It's important to know that you should get somebody out there on the range with a gun in their hand. Introduce them to this sport, whether it's at a charity event or just taking them out for practice for the weekend. Or if you got some buddies and you guys are shooting, step up your game. Get to a registered tournament. Find out how much fun that is. And make sure their ears are protected. By Odo Pro. That's and, right. And you can get a hold of Dr. Grace. You can talk to her directly. That's right. And she's going to help you out. Yeah, and she's got a great staff. In case you can't reach her directly, you know Jennifer does a bang-up job, and that girl really works her butt off. Uh, so. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Sean Alley,
3: another great podcast from our sponsors. Until next week.
2: Yeah, thank you all for listening. Can't wait to see you back here at the Dead Pair Podcast.
0: We'll see you next time on the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair, the dead pair Podcast is fueled by Fioki USA. The Dead Pair theme song was written, arranged, and produced by Toby Tomplay. Special thanks to the following sponsors. Bear Pelt, Negrini, Rhino, Pro, Don Grant, Atlas Trap Company, RE Ranger, Wooly Shooting, and White Flyer Targets.